Yo, 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 what's happening? Welcome back to another episode of Stoppage Time TV. Live in the flesh, live and direct, direct in the flesh. You already know what time it is. Culture comes is back with a green hat. F. Godani is back, repping the Netherlands with the Ajax top. Myself, my Okwaji, we're in here. Listen, there's a lot to get into, man. Round of 16 fixtures were nice. But before we get into all of that, make sure you pause for a second right now. Like, share, subscribe. Go and retweet the tweet that went out. Go and tell people to get involved. There's 200 odd of you in here. Let's get it cracking. We've got a lot to talk about. We've seen Jogo Benito being restored. We've seen Portugal being freed of their shackles. We've seen Spain get dumped out. We've seen a lot of agendas get cooked up. There's a lot to get into. So make sure people come and enjoy the enjoyment. You already know what time it is. What are you man saying? You good? Oh, bless, bro. Oh, bless, man. Can't you don't sound it, man. Come on, man. You should be, you should be at a stack. You man got oh, through. Yeah, I, listen, I can't lie to you. It's been over two weeks of 50-plus World Cup games. We're just about to get a two-day break, brother. I cannot lie to you. As, as exciting as it's been, it's been very hectic. But we got a lot to get into, bro. There's no, too I many stories on this this World Cup, man. Honestly, way too many. Come on, what are saying? The people were saying that your immune system was weak. They were getting on to you, but... Mm, real but, men hype. They don't know. They don't know. You know what I mean? The real men go through experiences. <laughs> we, only them, we only tell them what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? That's what a real man does. You just, just tell them what they want to hear and you deal with business. You know what I'm saying? But I don't expect these people to understand. I'm I'm trying to train the youth, you know. I'm trying to train them. Train, train them about what? I'm trying to train them. I'm trying to show them the way of Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm telling you guys, yeah. When I release my book and my subscriptions, just, just make sure you're there. Really. I said my subscription, subscription hype. Only fans hype. Like always, guys. Remember, Manscape twenty percent off STTV. You know what to do. Go and get twenty percent off. Holiday season. Go and get involved. But let's get into it, man. I think there's only one place to start. It is. I don't even want to call it an upset because Fred, we were talking on Sunday, mm. and I think that the, the the consensus was if if Morocco can can stay in there and you know be a little you know get in their face a little bit and be sturdy, they they were in a chance. But it's the uh, it's only the fourth time an African team's reached the quarterfinal. It's the first time in Morocco's history they've done it. The first African team to win a penalty shootout. We so we we witness history, but we have to get into it, man. Moroccans, real men. Amrabat, he said I was with the physio to 3 a.m. We were just discussing wait. about what I can do to make sure I can play real injections before the game. Like you hear that? Fighting through the pain barrier to make sure they don't let the team down. Not complaining that the team's too old on that. <laughs> Not complaining that the team's too old. You see it? Hey, in fact, hold on, hold on. Where's my... You know what that was? I've got it here. What you got? <laughs> yes, real men, hey, Africa, <laughs> real men. Nah, big up men Morocco, are made man. in the motherland. Big up, Morocco. let's talk about that, man. That was that was that was um incredible. To be fair, I think the way they went through the group stages, no one kind of expected that. They came out top of the group, unbeaten, seven points, top of the group. No one really expected. That. And and even though it wasn't the hardest group, you could say the fact that they kind of came out of it comfortably. You got to give them credit. But then no, they had team. former world champions and the second best team ranked in, in the world. Yeah. And they yeah. conceded one goal. So you have to give them their credit. But then coming against Spain, I think this is where kind of everybody expected them to kind of come unstuck, bruv. And 
I can't lie to you. Even in the first half, you could see they were going to give him a game. From the moment, was it Booth out on the left wing took Yorente to the to salsa lessons, brother? You could see it was just going to be a game. Him, Mazraoui, in it. Yeah, him and Mazraoui on that left, and then Ziyech and Hakimi on that side. They were wing dominant, bro. So as much um, possession as Spain had, they were toothless in attack. And I think we said that throughout this kind of tournament. I think they almost, they tricked us in that first game against Costa Rica. And I think Costa Rica was so bad, they almost fooled us into thinking, you know what, Spain have bags of goals in them. But outside of Morata, they really struggled to score, bruv. And funnily enough, I, I feel like Enrique got it wrong in this game, bro. Not starting Morata, especially the rich vein of form he's in. Starting Asensio in like a false nine role when he hadn't played this in the entire tournament. He played right wing and Ferran Torres was floating through the middle. And then in, all of a sudden, you start Marcus Llorente at right back. I think the only thing you kind of say is maybe the Rodri experiment worked. But outside of that, I don't think Spain covered themselves with much glory. And you got to give it up to fucking um, Morocco, who took the opportunity there. I always said, listen, when it comes to the lottery, it's a gamble. But when you've got a goalkeeper in that kind of form, Bono, bruv, he pulled off them saves and won it for them single-handedly. You gotta Bro, give wasn't it he him. like one of the best goalkeepers in the league last season for Seville, yes. wasn't it? Like... Listen, you got to give him his dues, bruv. That's the only Bono we recognise. You too hype. You hype. <laughs> Real Bono here now, bruv. So for me, listen, as we said, the brotherhood is strong in this World Cup. You know what I'm saying? We're playing in up, holy man. lands. <laughs> But you know, I think what's that? Why <laughs> you saw it today? Muscat thought he got it. No, nope. the power of Allah is with us. <laughs> my brothers, hey, I'm no, happy for them, though, man. As you said, African team. Do you know what I mean? Getting through to the quarterfinals, it's not something you see very often. And it's something that's becoming more and more frequent, bruv. So big up, big up Morocco. Do you, do you know what do you know I find crazy? As much like as much as I agree with what you're saying, like I don't even want to try and think of where Spain like got things wrong and whatnot. When I watched that performance, I saw Busquets not able to receive any passes in the midfield. I saw Morocco set up and make sure that Spain couldn't get through the middle and they had to go wide. I saw them tackle with their lives i saw them break spain down like i saw a very strong and disciplined performance and in the preview when we we're talking about stuff before we were like if they can stay in the game for 60 minutes they've got a chance they stayed in the game they didn't have to revel any sort of storms apart from maybe one or two moments and then of course i can't remember who it was that hit the post at the end there was never any real moments so i thought ah oh, it might be on top for these guys you know they actually were Spain were probably looking at a game thinking that, what, you know, the, the passing, the, the issue with Spain, yeah, you know, when you're playing tiki taka, yeah, and teams are passing the ball and they're not, there's no hesitancy because that's what they do. You think, oh, it's calm, they're in control. They weren't in control, even though they were doing that. They were kind of looking like, we can't do anything. Let's just keep moving it and hope something happened. I didn't mm -hmm. see no breaking of lines. I didn't see anything that that Morocco team were, were worried about at any point. And like you said, even when they managed to get through, Bono was doing what he had to do. So, the performance for me was outside of, that, outside of that group first first group game though. Could you not see that as well? Even in the Germany, yeah. they looked a little bit toothless, and that and that wasn't the best Germany side. And even in that last game, did they lose that last game as well? If I'm not mistaken, they lost it, didn't they? Who Spain? Yeah. Well, no team got nine, nine lost, points. Are you talking about Spain's last match? Yeah, they lost. To, they lost to Japan now. Yeah. So, so for me, it's like after that first game, kind of deceiving hood, you could kind of see the toothlessness really come out within them, in my opinion. Aside from Morata popping up here and there, 
I don't know what you lot thought, but the, no, I, I, don't, I could see an upset here for sure. Bro, for me, Spain, like, obviously the first game was good. You know what I mean? We're not going to doubt the, the quality of a player like Pedri or whatever. We know they're very good players. However, with Spain, for me, bro, it, it just looked like a poor man's 2010-2012 kind of team. You know what I mean? Like, the possession. But the thing is, that possession and, and passing around and dominating the ball, that was all good when they had the absolute quality of Iniesta's, of Xavi's, of David Silva, Cesc Fabregas, etc. So when you're doing it with this team, they haven't got the quality for it, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? They haven't got the quality to then be penetrative. And even that team, they were only winning games 1-0. They were winning games 1-0. Okay, they exploded in 2012. But they had pure top ability. And I feel like with this team, it just kind of felt like a rip-off for me. Do you know what I mean? The, the era's changed, bro. That was all good back then. All that tippy-tappy stuff worked back then. Now, where good guys are athletic, aggressive, there's a whole different mindset. Uh, you could see that it was going to come eventually. And that's why I was confident that if they go through and France or Portugal even or England, England wouldn't have the ball against Spain. But I think on the counter-attack and just overrunning them, it would have eventually ended up happening. And people end up saying, you know, PMP hype or whatever. But I keep trying to tell people, as much as we might not like it, the perfect player in today's game has to have PMP, bro. You have to be PMP'd, PMP and and have the technical ability as well. And this Spain team just lacked it. The first game of the tournament, I said, this is the least real men team I've ever seen in my in my life. They won 7-0. It was looking a bit concerning for a second, but then I was just eventually it showed they won one game this tournament. One. But it had the hype that they were gonna go and dominate the whole thing. And I'm not talking like possession football is out of the game. But the way that they do theirs, theirs has no penetration to it. It's different with Man City, for example, who have KDB's, um, um, what's the word? Um, K- yeah, K- KDB's devastation with Haaland and Foden can dribble. And these guys didn't even have like proper dribblers out there until Williams came onto the pitch. And it was just like, nah, nah, this team's, this team, this team's mid. So it's, for me, they're lucky that it got nil-nil on penalties and they're out because I think... It would have got. It would have been an embarrassing performance. They would have got embarrassed at one point in this tournament, in my opinion. On, on that point, yeah, just a quick one. There's some super chats, but it it makes on this whole PMP and TikTok and technical series. It brings the point of Alcantara can give you the sort of balance because he can do the gritty, but the technical security is there. But there's two sort of super chats here. One's from Ash Ash I that, that says. Jude, Foden and Saka is a better trio than Pedri, Fatih and Gavi. Pedri carries the others. They deliver every time for club and country. Tech security hat. I thought that was interesting because some of the players yeah, you mentioned. We talk soon. <laughs> but um, the other one is from Messi, too, which is saying Gavi and Pedri were always going to get eaten by men in caps. <laughs> so that's to your point about the technical security and being there. Two teenage boys getting picked out in all of this, bro. Well, I'm like, you're too. What's going on here? I was kids now, yeah? <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though. That's what I was going to say, yeah. I feel like when your talisman are those two, like when they're the ones that you're relying on a lot, and you saw today, you saw um, Gavi, he had a terrible game today. Pedri, I don't even think, had a good game. But when you're relying on two young players like that, 
then you have an then it's an issue like you're going to end up struggling do you know what i'm trying to say so mm. you need sometimes in these type of moments you need them experienced ones to kind of get you ahead but even the guys that were up there Farran torres danny olmo um asensio as much as i don't think they're experienced enough at like that even at this level do you know what i'm trying to say Bro, so i just don't think Asensio's played 20 minutes of first-team football this season, and he's starting in knockout stages at the World Cup for Spain. And they're meant to be a serious threat. This is my thing. It's like, it's, this is why I'm saying even like Enrique, for me, shouldn't be getting away with this. For someone who we were saying, yo, yeah. tactical and coaching ability can get them through and everything. Today, I actually feel like he got that wrong. Morata, in that vein of form, we always say when a player hits red hot at an international tournament, don't yeah, take yeah, him yeah. out and call him off. He's just won you the, 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 the in the group stage. He's won you games, so cool. Use him now in moments where you need him. For me, it's see, see, the thing is with me as well, like one thing, this is what I said on look, people can check as well. With with Luis Enrique, when did Enrique become this manager? Enrique Euros. did not play this football with Barcelona. Euros. The Euros, all of yeah. a sudden, people were saying he's on pep and clock level, that he that the football he plays is unbelievable. If anyone was really there, sorry, if anyone was really there to watch the Barcelona MSN team, they played diagonals all the way to Neymar and Messi's feet, and they played Busquets' Busquets's role under, under Enrique was becoming redundant. He was getting bypassed. It was PK and the centre-halves over, and then Rakitic just picking up the second balls and moving from there. I don't know where people got this idea that Spain are this, um, that Enrique is this popping like tic tac kind of kind of gaffer. He's not. He's never been that. He did that for Spain. They had a cute little Euros, and then this tournament again, a cute little tournament. But really and truly, that's not even the type of manager he is. I remember Barcelona fans literally wanted this guy out because his football was so bad. Yeah, I really don't know where. You know what's funny though about him, yeah? Or with Luis Enrique, I really don't. It's separate to what you're talking about, but I find it hilarious that Hakimi trolled him with that celebration because that's the celebration him and Ramos used were doing at PSG, and obviously he didn't take Ramos to World Cup, so that's oh, why he yeah. that's why he that's why he did the celebration to troll Enrique. <laughs> so I find it hilarious, bro. It's it's all so mad, but you know you're right, especially when um you know production is not here, but Leah's was telling us about you know managers World Cup. You need you know you need managers. The thing is though, I will say really though, see I, in this what? game. I don't think it's an identity thing that Luis Enrique is all of a sudden a pop manager. I think he just makes use of what he has, if that makes sense. And I think with the Spain team, you're kind of forced into... Because you look at it, bro. That was a 4-3-3 today, but there was eight or seven midfielders on that team. All three of those strikers were midfielders. Two of those defend uh, that back four were midfielders. So it's like he's almost got an overproduction and he's having to play that because... He's got almost an overabundance of that, but for no, me, but you've got Morata there, bro. You've got Morata. You've got two real wingers. You, there can't, you go. can't use that. We can't even use that excuse because you've got you've either going to put Ferran Torres up top, yeah, who he actually kind of does decent in that role, but you've you got him wide um, right. Exactly, he was wide right, but you've got two real wingers on the bench in Williams and Fatty. Who Williams, I think, every time he came on looked decent, and mm, then right. you've got a proper striker there. So. It was his choice to go with this whole midfielder thing. And this is what I'm saying. It was just a rip-off of the 2010-2012 teams where they had false nines, or more 2012 because they had David Villa in 2010. But 2012, where it was just bare false nines and blah, blah, blah. He tried to do that. 
So we can't even try and say he's working with his tools. He had other tools and he decided to use that. So they weren't just, they didn't have that penetration, bro. That's just all it was. You saw it against Germany. You saw it against Japan. And Morocco, it went to penalties and it bounced out. But people can say, oh, it's just penalties. But one shot on target in 120 minutes. Mm. It was a poor performance, bro. It was a Even under the other side. With what you were talking about with um, Morocco, Morocco did the best thing that you could have done, and that was just get a man onto Busquets, and that was their striker. But the thing is, Busquets of old, yeah, would have been okay because you can mark Busquets if you want, but then the ball is going to Iniesta, it's going to Xavi, it's going to even better players than him. When he's meant to be the supreme player in that team, he can get marked out the game, bro. Busquets ain't some ain't some elusive player. He's not elusive. Yeah, he's press resistant when he gets the ball and stuff, but he's 35 years old now. You get onto him and it's peak. And that's why I said he did not want to see Jude Bellingham. So he ran quickly. He ran because Bellingham would have run him over. But that's another that's another discussion. <laughs> why did you whisper it like that? <laughs> so um we got a super chat from Natty Boy that says um Amrabat class performance, show the other two up. Um, the stats here, 120 minutes played, of course, 49 touches, 25 passes completed, nine ball recoveries, seven out of seven duels on the ground one, four out of four tackles, three fouls one, one clearance, one interception. This is someone that was not supposed to play the game. Absolutely bossed it. He's not his older brother. He's thrilled, if I'm right. He's not actually played that many minutes this season as well, but there's going to be a move coming. Like I, I, I tweeted a few days ago saying that the round of 16 is... Is always interesting because there's, there's an opportunity that you could probably get bounced at the tournament. But it's that performance that kind of goes, well done, mate. We're going to put a bid in. And that's what he did today. The performance was like, no, I'm convinced we're putting a bid in now yeah, just before yeah, the price yeah, goes yeah. up even more. So honestly, when you talk about performances and rising for your nation, I think he, he, he literally, that is a midfielding performance and now they should be proud of themselves man like when you look at um it's a sad topic but when a lot of the talk about african nations and whatnot it's sort of disorganization and things just being left their men's and women's and their federation are doing things properly bro they held a sick afcon for the women's both teams are doing stuff that they've never done before their facilities in morocco look like something out of flipping Wakanda, bruv. Like, it's actually insane. So, like, they're doing their thing. And I'm and I'm actually I'm really, really happy. I saw, seen some Edgeway Road. Edgeway Road was jumping. Amsterdam was jumping through. I've seen clips of Amsterdam, yeah. Bro, jumping. My brother's there as well. My brother's sending me videos. He's like, bro, it's going nuts. Bro, it's, it's, like, bro, it's Amsterdam is Moroccan. It's, it's, it's exactly. So, no, it's good to see, man. And, of course, I know we've, we've touched on ZH before, but, again, again, Another great performance. I saw Ziyech winning back post headers. Bro, say people are like, oh my gosh, he's pressing. Like, oh my gosh, this is I amazing. Never, I've I never seen you act like that. Bro, but there's someone, we, never seen you act like there's someone we need to talk about. Country though. is different. We need to, there's <laughs> someone that we need to talk, to, talk about. QPR, you know. We, we'll, we'll leave a little yeah. certain sign. Ilya Sher, you know. We'll leave, we'll leave yeah. a little certain sign, you know. Just say like, 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 Representatives, you know what I'm saying? Many Teams can say that. Listen, well, well, is, in our squad, listen you know what I'm don't, don't worry about coming back to, to for, for the games next week. Don't worry, you Mate, you go and travel a little sunset. But I'm nah, seeing him, see him in January. Love for the super chats, keep sending them in. Of course, we've got loads of games to go through. Definitely got to talk about the other game that was on today. Where to start with this one? Where to start? Where, where to start? <laughs> Who wants to say it? It's uncomfortable. Who wants to say it? It's uncomfortable. I have to say bye. it. Bye-bye. 
<laughs> but listen, man, as my dear friend says, the proof is in the pudding. The shackles are off the feet. They are dancing like Mary Mary. They said, we don't have to play with him. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know when Pep went, thank you so much. That <laughs> performance, that is what you call the shackles are off. A hat-trick, a first hat-trick of the World Cup. Great finishes, swashbuckling football. Bruno looking like a supremo, like Pepe. Real men. That's this-is-CEO-of-the-company-last-of-a-dying-breed-last-of-a-dying-breed-older-than-the-referee-you-know-older-than-the-referee-bro-are-you-last-of-a-dying-breed-older-than-the-referee-bro-getting-on-the-goal
we have to acknowledge it at some point because now he's doing it at the World Cup as well. The He's taken years to get to this level at United, whatever has been stopped starting his pr- development. But now he's at that level. I think when Jose came in that this guy can really be a top, top level right back because Jose was gleaming about him when he signed him. Do you know what's proof about what he's proof of? Loan moves are not bad. He went out, got game time, got his head he, down. He should never have gone alone anyway, bro. He Why? Shouldn't have. I'll be he real. shouldn't have. But in that situation, he went, showed what he can do. And people are like, oh, hold on. What, are we using you wrong? Comes back, keeps his head down, gets back into the team. Loans are not a bad thing. Just go, go and prove that you're by it. But he's, you can see he's developing as a player. But his performance today was great. But there's, no, there's, a, there's one man we need to, to, to discuss. We mentioned it, scoring a hat-trick. We've gone to the guy that was his predecessor that did nothing at the World Cup. We must, we must, we must, we must Bro. discuss Gonzalo Ramos. We must talk about that first finish. Because there's nothing the goalkeeper can do, you know. That there's is, nothing the goalkeeper a, can do. That's a mad goal. That one is a mad goal. Like, because that came from nowhere, bro. <laughs> you know, no, most of the times, when, you know, when things go near post, you say, oh, keeper could have done better there. That one... Can't do anything about that. that. You know what I'm trying to say? Hit that. And his whole performance in general, the way he was running in behind, the way he was getting about, it was a very good performance. And he he was like allowing Felix and these guys just spaces to operate. And he'll drag people around and stuff. And for him to get a hat-trick, honestly, Fernando Santos is going to walk into the, to his hotel room and just smile in the mirror, bro. Because, yo, when you make a big decision like that and they justify you with a hat-trick, bro, a hat-trick, that's, that is different. And the worst thing is people were saying uh, maybe Liao or someone else should start or whatever at the time when um, when they saw that Ronaldo was in the team. You know, people were like, oh, Ramos? Ramos came and done his thing. And, bro, honestly, well, you might were touching on it earlier. Fernando Santos, that is a big... He is just feeling good. That is a big justifiable decision. And going forward for the rest of the tournament, he has to start. Yeah, he has to start. I'm sorry, hat trick in the World Cup. If you do that in group stage one, I'm like, okay, that's that's good. Do it in the knockout rounds. He has three knockout round goals. Some men have not even got a knockout round goal in their career. So when you're looking at him there, he's got three knockout round goals, and and the team looked good. That's the best performance I've seen for Felix. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm like that can't be the same guy that Diego Simeone said is, is making look like a, a plumber. It can't be. So when you've got him playing like that, you've got Bruno still doing what he's doing. You've got Bernardo Silva, who I think is their best player overall. He has to start. He is from going forward. It has to be this. And we were just saying, stick with your informed players. This guy's red hot. He might just be thinking, yo, this might just be my tournament on a late run thing. You know what mm. I'm saying? So right now he's gonna feel top of the world. Has to start, bro. And listen, Ronaldo, the situation with Ronaldo, he's just gonna have to hold that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because whatever the reason was, some some things are saying it's not because of his petulance the other day or whatever, it was a tactical decision. Even if it was tactical, so if it is a tactical decision and it's got nothing to do with punishment, there's absolutely zero reason why Ronaldo should start the next game. Because this- if it was tactical and you made a tactical substitution or decision, and a man comes in and scores a hat trick, I'm sorry. You do you Haslem role, you know what I mean? The senior senior statesman in the team say to everyone, yo, you're doing well, you're doing this, this is what and pass on your experience and let the let the boys fly, bro. Let them What's he gonna pass on though? It's not like he can say, 
oh, in that game where it was the knockout game, it was tense, but at the time I run and scored. Like, it's, it's a very tetchy one for him. But ultimately, like, it's, you, you're right. Like, this tournament, at the age he's at, it shouldn't be about him. It shouldn't be. At, at United, though, he can't, I don't feel like he, he even wants to, he even wanted to do that kind of youth role where you're saying the elder statement to run that. I feel like for country, it is always a little bit different. And you saw that kind of in the Euros final when he got injured as well. I feel like this is going to be almost the biggest test of his his ego, if you want to say. If you really want a realistic chance of winning this World Cup and stay having one on your CV, stay out of the team. You can see how they look. You can see how your replacement looks. And what you do is you go and give the manager his credit as well. And you say, you know what? You might have been right, Chief. But I would say, listen, you're, you're 100% right. you got to start with that. I know the thing is, though, like, even if so, like, we just have to be realistic, like, if you're not playing in this moment, yeah, Gonzalo might not score in the next game. Might not score hat trick. You come off the bench, and you try and make an impact in that way. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And there should be no issues. The good thing is, so far Ronaldo hasn't said anything. We haven't had anything. Oh, he was angry or anything like that. Fernando Santos has, has said his thing. We shouldn't even have to be talking about Ronaldo because at 38 years old or 37, 38 years old, yes, you're the superstar, but you don't need to be the topic, bro. I'm watching all this. People are talking about Ten Hag is right and this and that. And bro, these things are non-starter stories anymore. The guy's 37-year-old free agent playing at the World Cup. Do you get what I'm coming from? And he's been benched because let's keep it a buck. If it has nothing to do with his um the petulance or whatever, he's been poor this tournament. Simple as he has not been good this tournament. And they have just put their best performance out without him. Fine. So he should need to come off the bench and make an impact if they need it. And he's going to have to accept that role. The only issue is now going to start coming. No, but the, role, bro, the only issue that's going to start coming is we've never seen Ronaldo accept that. So what happens if they get to the semis? And now this is the furthest Portugal I've ever been in his whole career. Does it start being behind the scenes? Does it start being like, listen, i got to start. i got who knows. But right now, Ronaldo... The one is, what is, what man, I said to that for the super chat is, is this is where having other leaders in the change room comes in. Pepe's Pepe is going to be forty soon. He's seen everything. He's been to four World Cups. He's played with. They've played with each other at different level and everything. But this is that's where the other leaders in the camp go. Listen, this is bigger than your career. This is all of our careers now. We need to do what's right for us and the nation. And I expect someone like him, like we said, real men originator, to be able to have a conversation with me. Like, bro, listen. I know you're tight right now. You gotta let it go because there's a bigger mission here. But Luis Garcia says we will pack, we will pack anyone if Shackles stay released. I can't lie. On the evidence, it does it is concerning a little bit. But yeah. we'll see. Because there's a few tough games ahead if you want to go further. Adams is saying if Bruno wins the World Cup, is he greater than gingerbread man on the other side of Manchester? I'm trying to see something. Um no. Simple as that. What do you mean? Is he great that's, a silly, that's a silly thing. Let's not let's not let's not joke with that one. You've got to deal with more than He's having a good tournament, but KDB is clear, bro. And he needs to there's a lot of lot of, you start mashing that club level, mate. You know what I'm saying? Then <laughs> yeah, maybe it could be a conversation. Temi Tope says, been seriously thinking, lads, can we truly call someone the GOAT the greatest if they don't win one World Cup? It's techie because there's some nations like it, you, 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 you're never going to win a World Cup. Do you get? 
and World Cups is one of those things where it's like it's so hard. Like it's actually to win the World Cup is difficult. That's why there's not more than what six or seven teams that have won it. It's not an easy thing to do. Like mm. you have to be in the right moment, right place. Everything has to be going. They must. <laughs> it's, they it's, must. Every other the thing is I get it, but but this is the thing, yeah. This is the thing about the whole Ronaldo Messi era is that the Ronaldo Messi era. There's lots of other reasons, but they also contributed to why people stopped taking international football seriously because they built such a stand culture. They built it over this social media thing and they destroyed club football to the point where people start saying, oh, it doesn't matter, to the point that these guys were winning Ballon d'Ors and World Player of the Years or whatever, while others have won World Cup. Back in the day, if you win the World Cup, you're going to get the Ballon d'Or or whatever. These guys broke the kind of broke that. They were just winning and winning, blah, 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 blah. So these two have contributed to people kind of saying, oh, well, that's it's, that's not it's not that deep. But every other GOAT that's in the GOAT discussion has won a World Cup. Every mm-hmm. single one. It's just on them two. Because people you know, now don't, you know else has won one? don't value it. People don't value it anymore. Zidane, Ronaldinho, R9, Maradona, all these names that are in it have won World Cups. But because this new age has just said, oh, stats, 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 stats and everything... They've downplayed the importance of a World Cup. So, do you, listen, do you know, do you know who else has won the World Cup? Who? Mr. Mbappe. Mbappe. Mr. Diss has won two World Cups. He's on trajectory, yeah. bro. He's on trajectory. He's on you trajectory. Got the second maze, yeah? No, no, I said, remember, he did this. <laughs> he did this. He's loaded his Oh, he did this. But did you're this. freshing it up, man. You're freshing it up. He yes, did he this. Did. This it's a this. Steph Curry. He don't know, in it. Yeah. He don't know. That's too funny. But no, that was um that game was um that was mad because obviously the day before we had the Brazil game, which I know Leas was on um FTB final whistle talking about singing the song, but that performance moved me. Who's that Brazilian performance moved me. That performance moved me great. That moved me a little bit. That moved me a little bit. That was that, that, that was nice. It was, I feel, I, it, it was like this Portugal performance today. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It was kind of mm. like that. But, you know, I'm talking about in a way where it was kind of like champagne football. You felt like it was champagne football. We didn't talk about Jao Felix, who I thought was absolutely outstanding mm, today. Good but, shot. But we'll talk about Brazil. But I think the reason why I enjoyed Portugal's a little bit more today was because of a Felix. Because I just felt like they had that one... St- I always like when a star man performs. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And he rose today. But yesterday, it was a good team performance from Brazil. It was a very good team performance. And South Korea, though, this is the problem about having all these upsets in the group stages. South Korea are, are mid. They are, like, super mid, bro. Do you know what I mean? And realistically... They shouldn't be at that level. Let's keep it 100, you know what I'm trying to say? But Brazil exploited that and they were making sure they're not part of none of this upset talk, you know what I'm saying? So big them up. And I still think they got another gear to go to as well because but there's going to be tougher competition. They won't. They ain't going to play like that against Argentina if they get through. I'm t- let me tell you that, yeah. It's good. <laughs> they ain't playing like that. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I feel like that's what annoyed me about yesterday's Brazil's performance. I wouldn't say it's the same level as Portugal. I feel like Portugal the whole game. We're trying to go at it. I feel like Brazil got their four goals half time and then said, you know what? We don't want to embarrass the Koreans. They're so respectful and, you know, let, let's not embarrass them type of thing. And second half, they just kind of 
took the brakes off to be they put the brakes on to be honest and they were doing goalkeeper substitutions at one point. I was like, nah, you man are taking a piss, man. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I thought that I think what you said is correct. Though. I do think they have a few more gears to go through. But in a game where Neymar is coming back, I think that was kind of the perfect get your match fitness back and get everyone's juices flowing, especially after losing to Cameroon in the last group game. You thought, you know, was that a little bit of a reality check for Brazil's depth? But you saw once the first team's back in now, they look a little bit more serious. Paqueta and a little bit more deeper off. What was much better. I thought my boy Richie, once again, knockout. My, my, my boy, hi. Rising. My boy, hi. Hey, listen, listen. You lot are hating. You lot are hating. Just because, listen, uh, I might not, you know, support man too hard when he's in the Tottenham colours. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, different man. You got to respect man. is... I don't know about Richard, Richard for Spurs, but I know about <laughs> nine for Brazil. That's a different. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. We're really <laughs> getting me mad out here. We're really ruining. Listen, football's already going in a direction that I'm not. I'm kind of not comfortable with. Let's stop calling this guy R nine. Listen, disrespect. His name is Richarlison. That's it. Or you can call him Richie. You can call him Prue. R9 is a sacred name in this game, yeah? Hey, right. listen. Guess what? Guess what? On, on sacred names. Funny performance, though. Guess who wanted to come speak to the big man himself? He's doing press duties, he's mate. He's just doing his job. Regular season, Premier League was on, and Ronaldo got a whole club via the lid to run. Who does he want to go take his Saturdays off to come and watch at North London? Can I ask you something? When you get the co-sign yeah, from the man yeah. himself, there's no denying him. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You like R9 the R9. The R9 co-sign is whack. This is the same guy that that did did that did big big um big big announcement video for Martial at Sevilla. Hey, listen, don't joke with that one, bro. <laughs> R9's talent ID is mid. <laughs> His talent ID is. It's talent, yeah, yeah. Speaking like, on <laughs> speaking like on sacred names, no, we got we got, we got um a super chat from the one and only Pep Guardiola that says Pella will forever be the goat. He won three in, in a racist era. <laughs> Do you know how funny that is, bro? Pella <laughs> <laughs> hey, in a racist era, you know. I Pele, man, get hey, better soon, man. Big up, man. Prayers up to you, man. We got one from Fuego 19J, which says Tiago Silva assists to Richie, 30 years old and still balling on the big stage. Imagine if he wins the World Cup to call it end of legendary career. Listen, listen, man. I am still laughing about that March on Bro, I've completely forgot about that, you know. I was looking up like, oh, Idolo, Idolo. Yo, scored zero goals. Zero league goals. Nah, man, I'm dead. <laughs> Listen, man. Yo, R9 don't know. Made Arno run into Jordan, Char- the Charlotte Hornets. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man. Now, what's the team? What's the team? He's the CEO. Is it? Um, how do you pronounce it? Valladolid. Oh, what it's called? Oh, no, oh talk- Valladolid. Yeah, that's the team that he's he's the owner, isn't it? He bought yeah. them and they got relegated. You know, let's not Bro, talk too much about that one. Still, these these. Uh, the Brazilians don't their talent ID is shaky. I remember Cafu gave a co- bro, Cafu gave a co cosign to flipping Michael um, Richards. No, no, no. That was that was that was um Carlos Alberto. Yeah, yeah. 
No, bro, you might have forgetting. Cafu gave a cosign to flipping John Flanagan, bro. He gave. A <laughs> oh my god, I, I remember, remember that. that. I remember. He said this could be my successor. Successor, John, yeah, yeah, yeah. John yeah, Flanagan yeah. retired today. You know, he retired. He's retired at twenty nine. Come on, man. Listen. Don't oh, even Brazilian. Hey, listen, man. hey all I'm no, saying. No, but is, you know it is. It's because they're religious. They're religious. So like, doing them, religious high. It's not. It's not about Richie's tech. It's about it. I have faith that something will happen. It's not that like they're looking at the performances and going, "Oh yeah, this is." They just have faith that God will bestow talent <laughs> onto you. No, address what's in front of you. Bro, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. No, hey, listen, we got, we got, we got somebody backstage waiting, like, like the Rock. Announce yourself. Rise. Rise. <laughs> Real men hype, huh? <laughs> I invested all my stocks in Serbia. I even got a gym membership for you after that right, speech. Listen. Listen, I, listen. I ordered off my protein, got my shakes ready, everything. Real men. Real listen. men. One point. One point. Cams. First and foremost. You owe me money. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. First and foremost, I told you guys the Serbian diet is raw meat and fight bears. Whoa. I did not tell you go gym. I told hey, you raw hey, meat fight bears. Hey, I'm hey. done. <laughs> nah, Kamzovic has gone too far. Kamzovic has gone too far. I'm sick of this guy. Cut his mic. If you went and got if you went and got protein shakes and that, that's your that's on <laughs> your own. I never advised that. You, I never advised the wrong itches, bro. You should be banking on the Modriches, mm. Bronxoviches, the the the, the <laughs> You banked to the wrong itches, bro. Listen, Facts. your geography was off, G. Facts, hundred percent, man. Man, man, back the wrong itches, man. I'm disappointed, honestly. I'm very disappointed. But yeah, <laughs> man. Listen, hey, pleasure listen, to be on, man. You, I'm a you massive good? fan of this show. Yeah, my bro, I'm a massive fan of this show, man. Hey, pleasure geez, to be flipping, on. Look at what my, our, our boys are doing at the World Cup, man, and then they're, they're going to come and stink up when they get back to this. Mm, mm. Pulisic, Ziyech, you know, even Kai wanted to get a couple little goals when it was too little, too late. And then when they come back to Chelsea, it's going to be stinky. But do you know what? Yeah, I, li- I like to separate my international football from my club football. <laughs> I like to I like to separate. It's, it doesn't really the stocks don't don't translate. Look at look at R nine. Do you know what I mean? He's calling him Richard. Hello, hello. <laughs> it doesn't translate. Do you know what I mean? It's a different language. You know, on Google you say detect the language. This one don't even come up. Do you know what I mean? This this international football don't even come up, man. Thing people are just all over the place in this. So yeah, for me, even when they come back to Chelsea, I'm still grading them on as what they do in the blue shirt. Do you know what I mean? In the in the PMP Premier League, when when it's time for Ziyech to 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 hit. Adama Traore pace, you know what I mean, up against a fullback. He hasn't he hasn't got that pace. So, I don't know. It's different, but he's been incredible, man. Unbelievable. Mm, Chelsea hype. Listen, Matisse, <laughs> what, has your, what has your views on who did you back for the World Cup? Um, I think I had Brazil as my favourite, yeah. Brazil is my favourite. Argentina, I'm not going to lie. I'm not that impressed. I'm not that impressed. Like, if Who's Messi... Your dark horses? Who's your dark horses? My dark horse... I think it was I think it was Serbia because of you I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you let down people the false straight. That's what he does. That's what he does. There was so much vim in his voice, like <laughs> Leal is crashing it on his head. 
Serbia have crashed yeah. out. Hey, Cams is on. Uh, rule of Cams is on this World Cup. Who had to trying to live and live another day to see another day? Didn't you have? Didn't you have Uruguay? Hmm. Oh, there we go. Hmm. You're not saying. Who's your dark horse? Who's your dark horse? You're my dark horse. They went out. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah. 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 Why? Why? Can I explain why? Do you know why? Because we relied on Darwin Nunes. Mm. You, saw, you saw the buffoonery that was going on up front. You saw my boy Benton Cole pulling out well. No, this is. It's only you, so long we can do listen, it. You, you guys Mitch, ever watched? Mitch the, Mitch uh... did what I wanted him to do. <laughs> That's it. You Mitch guys, Mitch. What can I say? You guys ever watched the Lloyd's TSB adverts? Do you know what I'm saying? They look nice, but no one ever actually goes to that bank and actually puts money inside. Do you know what I mean? Let's be real. These dark horses are frauds. They're frauds. You can't. You can't cash that money. You can't. You know you can't. No, nah, man, I'm I'm hurt. Honestly, all the dark horses have been dreadful, man. No one, no one really gave Morocco their 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 flowers. Japan, mm. Japan is a team I knew would do well, but I was like, do you know what? Maybe that group is a little bit too hot. But they topped it. it Remind me of Costa Rica when they topped the England, Uruguay, Italy group. That was insane as well. So now nah, Japan, I think the one that brought me most joy was Japan and even Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia played some good football. They just couldn't finish. You know, they 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 started the conspiracies right. about the football. <laughs> I don't know if the football's really the right size. Is it size three footballs? What's going on? You know what I mean? All these little conspiracies started because they couldn't finish. Hey, listen, <laughs> let me not get too let me not go too left, but Saudi did what they needed to do, man. They performed better than Qatar. Actually, I'll leave on, it hold there. Hold on, I just told a lie as well. I didn't even have your guys' my dark horse. I had Holland as my dark horse. No, you what? didn't, bro. Yes, you, I did. That was Run the second. Yeah, two. No, 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 no. I yeah, I got you now. Spread misinformation. Yeah, too. lying, bro. You had two, bro. You're like Uruguay, but Elsa. I'm gonna go to the Netherlands. You don't even oh, believe man. in them, bro. Flipping. What other games did we have? Obviously, yeah, we had um the Netherlands. Yeah, we spoke about that game, though, no? Yeah. You weren't here, remember? We, on the weekend, innit? We spoke about it again. Oh what? yeah, 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 yeah. So no. those were the only two games that we missed, innit? Because obviously, you know. What do you think so, about yeah. around the scene in general? Bro, um, I want to talk about Fred's tweet actually. Fred, you can, I don't want to paraphrase, but you said basically, based on this round of 16, like on top of what you saw in the group stage, this is definitely the best World Cup for you. Speak to me on that so far for me. I think from what we saw in kind of the group stages, for me, group stage was full of first half, you get a nil nil draw, but then the second half was where you always kind of got the drama, whether that was top teams balling out with Spain or whether it was kind of Japan surprising teams, Saudi Arabia surprising teams, the drama in the kind of Ghana-Uruguay situation. There were so many narratives throughout the group stage. For me, I was like, I don't recall other World Cup group stages being this dramatic and having this many narratives. And I said going into this tournament anyway, there was going to be a lot of kind of, it's the end of an era for a lot of these men here. So we're going to be monitoring so many of these teams. And you look at what we see now in the kind of knockout stage, you've seen Brazil ball out, you've seen Portu um, Portugal ball out, you've seen a surprise again with kind of Morocco qualifying with Spain. It's like you've seen Holland knock out, um, you've seen England get back to the level. So that's creating that buzz as well. And then I'm looking ahead also to the quarterfinal fixtures, bro. If you look at it, England, France, something's going down in that game. Like you've got um, Messi versus Holland. Argentina again. You've got um on the other side as well. You've got Brazil versus Croatia. Croatia. So you've got another um exciting game. You, for me, the way it's set up, it's set up to almost be the best World Cup I've personally ever seen. And regardless of who wins it, there's a storyline there, in my opinion. So for me, that's all I can answer. No, here it's still. 2006 for me, entertainment-wise and surprise-wise, was up there. 
I think um, 2014 was another one for me. That those are the and 2002. Those are for me always been like my personal top threes. But now right, let's let us know in the comments mm. what, what your best World Cups are. I want to quickly go over some of these super chats. Yo, what's good? Said thoughts on Allison's performance. Allison just keeps doing what he he does, man. That's all I can say. On that like as as far as goalkeeping gets, like <laughs> Allison, he's a freak, man. That guy's a, he's just a freak. He's just a what freak. Part? Do you think he's the goat? Do you think he's the goat? I saw some people talking about he's the goat. Goat conversation. Uh, you know what? Let's best, let's take this. Ever. Let's take this one. Let's take this one step further. Yeah? What what gets you into the conversation to be a goat goalkeeper? Because obviously, when Nuno came in, it was about playing with the feet and shot stopping. That's what elevated him there. With Czech, it was just purely like goal, like goal stopping ability. Like what actually gets you into the conversation? To be For me, it's great all time goalkeeper. Five. Five to ten years of dominance where you are renowned in that debate for number Best one place. spot. So that mm-hmm. when you when you had like an Oliver Kahn, a Buffon, a Buffon. Kassel, yeah, Neuer, you knew those guys were undisputed top three. Schmeichel even, yeah. But for someone like an Oblak, for example, he had that two, three years. But yeah. that longevity for me, especially as a goalkeeper, even longevity matters even more for me. And then also... Let's be honest, consistency and what you win within that as well. And you look at Alisson, he's pretty much won everything at club level and you can't deny that he's played a massive part in that. If he goes on to now lift the World Cup with Brazil, he he starts to enter the conversation, but then comes the longevity thing. You start looking at kind of Neuer's body of work. You start looking at Buffon's 20 years or whatever. Mm. Uh, That's the thing. Is he is he as dominant as Neuer and Buffon was? Because just last year when Courtois got mad in a match in the Champions League final, I was hearing about him being the best goalkeeper in the world after that incredible him. play. So I feel like with Alisson, it's been juggling around too much. Do you know what I mean? It's been, it hasn't been, I don't think it's been just purely undisputed dominance. Like Buffon and Neuer in particular, I remember no one was touching them. No one was talking to them. They weren't in the same WhatsApp group as anyone, just by themselves, just doing what they do. Whereas Alisson, I feel like, even Edison, they was even trying to link him to Edison. <laughs> I don't know, that was a bit yeah, too much. But, yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like he's been incredible. He's, he's world-class, but I don't think he's the GOAT at all. I would agree with that. I just think people... I just think people throw around goals a bit too much. I feel like people need to start by saying this guy is the best of his generation and then maybe stri- then let them carry on, carry on, and then maybe take it from there. Since Alisson's been in the Premier League, has he been the best goalkeeper overall? In the time he's been here, he, he probably has. Yes, he has been. You know what I mean? Edison's been good, probably won more golden gloves or whatever, but I would probably still say it's been Alisson. Right, so Alisson's been the best for what? Probably three years in in totality, four years in totality. Just start by saying that I feel like going around and start saying goats <clears throat> when people have done ten years of certain levels or whatever. It's just too far, bro. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? Everything nowadays has to be goat this, goat that, goat this. Just yo, is he, the best, is he the best goalkeeper currently? Is he the best goalkeeper of his generation right now? Yes, but even gets obsessed with all-time debates like who's gonna be the all-time goalkeeper like bro first of all who the hell cares about goalkeepers second of all (laughs) it's the fact that like you know what i mean like why is it always why do we always have to do all-time 11s when talking about player like you know i'd say on the goalkeeper thing though yeah sorry for just quick one i feel like like, with every other position yeah there's more than that one person on the pitch you get with goalkeepers there's so few few many it's like you have to be like 
outstanding, outstanding to even have those sort of conversations. Like with Neuer, like Neuer was on top for so long, but he added this element to football for as a goalkeeper, which was so mad, which is like, yeah, he kind of supersedes what we thought of goalkeepers before. And I feel like with goalkeepers, that's a, a very, very key part of, of that. Like Peter Schmackel, there was a lot of talk about how he played again, completely different goalkeepers before him. Buffon was just someone that was been on top for so long. So I think that's it plays a massive part, but I, there's no way you can't say Alisson is not a fantastic goalkeeper. But like you mm. said, I think sometimes just enjoy the moment that it's in and say that he's the best goalkeeper in the Premier League or he's one of the best around at the moment. Goal talk for goalkeepers isn't even what they want. Like, yeah, every, there's, there's loads of things because do you do it by success? Do you do it by their ability levels? Whatever. For me, the best keeper, I probably probably Neuer, but probably because he revolutionised the game. That's exactly. probably why I'll go with him. But mm-hmm. everyone else, bro, there's been phases where everyone's had, like, loads of keepers have had good periods. Alisson's had this great period. I remember Van der Sar had a great period. Peter Cech, unbelievable period. Khan, all these keepers that we're talking about, they've all had great periods. The only reason I'm going Neuer is because he changed, changed the game. game. I mean, when have you ever heard people trying to copy a goalkeeper? Everyone started trying to be a Neuer. Like, when the hell do you hear that? You know what I mean? So that's why I give him his respect. Do you know, do you know, what, Oliver, do you know what he deserves respect for, yeah? You know how you used to have, like, you're not used to, but you have, like, striker coaches and stuff like that. This guy had goalkeeper coaches doing sidewinder tutorials and stuff. Here's how to, to, to kick the ball at 90 degree angle. Here's how to play out of position. This guy was giving people employment because of how much he changed the game. Remember when everyone was doing, oh, he could play centre mid-hype? Yeah, That's that the original. Yeah, yeah. Not Trent. He was mm. the original. He can play centre mid-hype. Yeah. That's <laughs> how much true. of a revolutionary goalkeeper. He would have got run over, man. You don't ever try that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Another no, one we could have done a little register role, man. Do you know what I mean? Just nah, yeah. little, 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 little frustrated. Yeah. Just pick it up, legs. pick it, twist it, turn. Get, get Declan Rice around him. So, <laughs> mate, you know what I mean? We've got another one from Felipe. Up. Before we go into like um the court final fixtures, big up lads, great show. Can't handle a Portugal versus Brazil final. My agendas on Neymar Ronaldo will kill me. Alison Becker, real men talking it. We've spoken about um Alison Becker. Yeah, have an agenda right. against Neymar Ronaldo. Felipe. They're born on the same day, to be fair. They're born on the same day. Maybe just look like people that are, was it, Aquarius's? No, that one's there. Maybe that's what you're a gal. No, that's it. I have the same birthday, you idiot. I have the same birthday, you idiot. What's your star sign? This ain't real men chat. Maze has been flirting with crazy. Man said, man said, my agenda's on birthday or what they have the same birthday flipping. Portugal Brazil final would be based on the they played would be mad interesting. But I don't know if we will get that. I said Aquarius. Bro, real woman hype. I know about the aquarium. I don't know about what you're talking about. There's another one. Do you think about moon and that? Um, we're saying what the, the, the grand rising on that. <laughs> well, got one from that football G. Do you think CR7 media agenda is a bit overdone? Let's yep. see. Um, I'll let you one of you to answer this. Yeah, I don't All understand right. what CR7 media agenda is. Like, yeah, ooh, no, I, I personally don't understand it. Is I think with him, yeah, it's one of those things where he enjoys things being about him. We can't take that away. That's why you go and do an interview with Piers Morgan. Like, he enjoys things being about him. Even the pitch that Fuhr tweeted when everyone's doing a warm-up and he's just standing there. He knows the camera's on him. Like he, he enjoys that. So I don't think there's a media agenda against him. I don't think there's any of that this stuff. It's just that ultimately, if you make yourself the talking point, you're going to be the talking point. 
Yeah, you don't even have to make yourself the talking point to be the talking point most times. Mm. So, like, for him, if you put yourself in that limelight to be talked about, they're going to talk about you, and that's what he wants. So, at the end of the day, I don't think that it's, it's overdone. He positions himself in a place to be spoken about. Like, I'm seeing stuff where we should be talking about a 6-1 victory, like Cam said, we should be talking about a 6-1 victory, and what we're talking about, we're talking about, ah, will Ronaldo kick up a fuss to play the next game? That's that's his doing. That's not... That's the, right thing the Ronaldo thing. The only thing that I'll say is an agenda. The, the thing that I'll say is an agenda. There's two things, right? I feel like, aside from everything that he's done and stuff, we already know that's the stuff that he brings onto himself. You call an interview, you do all of this type of stuff, that's on you. But the constant showing him when the team score, mm. that's an agenda. The constant showing his face when he's warming up, that's an agenda. Do you know what I mean? And also, one thing that I'm starting to see is people are so trying to rip, like, they're trying to rip off what this guy has done in the game, bro. Like, just because you're not feeling Ronaldo at 38 does not mean that this guy is not one of the greatest players to play the game or he's not a legend. I'm seeing too much people now starting to try and do this whole, I can't believe that. I can't believe that I rated Ronaldo for this long. I can't believe I was ever debating Messi or Ronaldo. Like, less of that, bro. Stop trying to fish likes because Messi's the one that's doing things right now. And that, you know what I mean? That's what I don't like. People are overdoing that. But other than that, everything else he's brought onto himself, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but with that, though, that's just the whole, what do they call it? Messi sexual, Ronaldo sexual sort of like fans that because you praise one, you go hyper other way with the other one. Like that's that's just one of those things. Like people just kind of go. It's the same way where people go. I'll go to the to to the depths of the world to defend Ronaldo. It's like you don't need to do that. Like he's he's one of the greatest footballers ever. Like that that will never change. But that's what people do when they want to defend or detract away from that. But I don't think that's a media thing per se. That's mm-hmm. stuff on Twitter. That's literally Twitter. People coming out and be like, oh, by the way, he hasn't yeah. scored and this this and that. So yeah, yeah. But, but I'm telling you one thing though. I watch, I watch nearly every game on like American commentary and stuff, right? You You're saying what? You, illegal streams. <laughs> Wait, talk soon. But <laughs> you, you, you see the difference, yeah, between the English commentary on Ronaldo and the the um, American. It's crazy. The Americans show him so much love, bro. Just love, 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 love. And then you look at what the English say, it's so much more like kind of hating on him a little bit, a lot more. You need to, you really got to take in who you listen to, bro. It's they because they be influencing people, honestly, bro. Not even lying. When I was listening to it today, they were hyping Ronaldo, they were were calming the situation down and that. The English channels, yo, they be hyping that up, bro. They be hyping it. Like, Mm -hmm. because English, though, they're biased, though, innit? So, it's Mm -hmm. what MLS hype. Let's mm. get into these quarterfinals, though, because um, the, the routes that are paving out for the final are quite interesting. As I mentioned, you got Croatia-Brazil, which, as much as you'd want it to be, I know if you had said it's going to be an interesting game, as much as you'd want it to be an interesting game, I can't see I can't see it. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't see it. Netherlands-Argentina is the one that we spoke about. Um, that could be quite an interesting one. Memphis might want to show out, you know, ruin the messy party. Yo, you listen. I'm starting to Memphis Argentina. Everyone's saying I've got a messy agenda. Weirdly, when I predicted him as player of the tournament 
and Argentina winners. So whatever you guys say, whatever he does, I'm cashing it in because I already <laughs> predicted that. So you guys can say whatever you want. I've cashed it in. However, I'm actually starting to look at that game and I can see where the Netherlands can get these guys out of here, you know. Mm. I can see it. I'm starting to I'm starting to sway towards the Netherlands side. I'm don't starting to sway towards the Netherlands. So Messi, he has to rise and, and deliver, innit? Louis I've van Gaal's army. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? I've said, I think the only thing that will get them out of that game for me is a Messi kind of virtuoso. I think Angel Di Maria has been a little bit underwhelming this one as well, in my opinion. But I think if, if Van Gaal lines us up the way he has been all tournament, game by game, I've been more and more impressed by Holland as the tournament has gone on. And I think like Portugal, they've kind of grown round by round. I think Argentina have been there to got at and they just haven't really come up against that kind of stiff competition. And I feel like we're kind of defensively solid enough, but can still pop up with a goal or two. So we'll see. Do you we fancy not going prediction wise? What do you what do you fancy them to win though? He said it in the last thing. He said that if he was I predicted before the tournament Argentina to get to semi-finals. Now I've seen how Holland have been playing round by round. I'm I said Holland quarterfinals were happy, but this Argentina game now I'm like, mm, I can see us winning this and semi-final being kind of where we come a little bit unstuck. But yeah, personally, I've got us for a win. Two one, I'm going. Mm, that's a big one. This is t- what do you think, Matisse? The chat, yeah, the chat are spot on. You see, if this Lataro guy starts, it's double homicide. Him and Lukaku out of the tournament. I'm telling you. You see, yeah, what they- Lukaku. No, no, it's not my. No, no, we don't. <laughs> what, did you say? what did you call him again? Bold, beautiful. No, 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 I called him R9 just like Fu has called him R9 to Richard. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, after that interview, much like yourselves, you know, with Ronaldo, you know how it goes. You know, we have to kind of, you know, dislodge and, and uh, you know, detract and, and uh, let them let them swim for themselves. But when it comes to this double shot celebration they got into Milan, listen, if, if Alvarez doesn't start, <laughs> both of them are coming out because that guy's finishing. I couldn't believe what he was trying to do. This guy was trying to literally rub Messi out in front of the world. With all that playmaking, and he just decided to miss every chance in every way, shape, and form you wish to, to, to miss a chance, this guy would find it. So for me, Alvarez has to start because he can at least finish. Um, yeah, with Holland, I haven't been massively impressed. Like you said, they've been going getting better. But for me, the big difference was the last game when Depay played. Even though at times he was a bit selfish, you can see this guy. If I could take a Barcelona striker, if I could have chose between Aubameyang and Depay, I would have taken Depay because Depay is the better footballer. You can see it when you're watching him. This guy has a little bit of everything. When Arsenal fans are out here crying about... Hold it up. Listen, Jesus, I know he's not going to press maybe to the same intensity, but outside of that, in terms of on-the-ball attributes, if, if, if Arsenal need a cheap, you know, cheap replacement for Jesus to, to get them the rest of the way, Depay might be the answer because this guy, he, he just makes this Holland team... So much more. They, they they don't want Depay in London, man. He'll be distracted. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't want Depay in London, man. They, hey, they, hey, don't don't joke with that one. You might see him on GRM Daily. Hey, you know I mean? hey. hey, we're gonna see him on Step Correct UK. Hey, we're gonna see him on Fashion. Game. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With Mitch, yeah, yeah, with Mitch. <laughs> Picking out some fresh crepes. Do you know what I mean? Yo. Yo, hey, Arteta hey. was saying, "Oh, Obas not coming training on time. You want to send breakfast to, to London? Don't joke with that one." <laughs> Kim and Fuad, oh, no, don't joke. With 
Hey, that's funny. That's funny. But it would work. I don't know about the rest of it, but it would work. No, so, I hear it. I hear it. It's been close to me. Hey, what's your prediction? We can get more coverage. Bro, I've been dreaming of this. Bring him. <laughs> God's plan, fam. God's Yo. plan. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say this is going all the way to penalties. And yeah. then on penalties, I'm going to side with... I'm going to side with the Dutch. I'm going to side What's with the what, Dutch. What? Is Tim Cool in that? Listen, yeah, 100%. Sub him on. Is he even in the squad? Probably not. Like, he's, not, he's, not, he's, not the <laughs> he's not even there. Do you know what I mean? But I think this is going to be very, very close. I can't predict these. It's the same with um, uh, Japan, Croatia. I couldn't, I couldn't have split them. So I'm just going to just go straight for penalties. And then I'm going to say, like, you know, Holland, just, just get it on penalties. But it could go either way. Man. I, think, I think we're due an Argentina performance, which is not... Convinced is the wrong term, but they show something. After seeing Brazil, and then that ultimately the, the next game, if they get through and Brazil gets through, is that that one? The, and Messi's got that sort of knockout goal now. There has to be a level up of this. Like you can be pragmatic and work your way to a final, but you have to start showing something. I remember we were talking in the last episode about how you know they brought on um, um, the butcher and did five at the back, and it kind of freed them a bit, which was you know great, well done for doing that, but. What can you do from the start to make sure that you've got your optimized team? Like, how do you make sure that your best pieces are cooking? Um, Fred, you said that um, Di Maria's not been at his best, but we know that anytime Argentina do well, he's going to cook. So I'm we're still due like a, a, a top performance for him. I don't think he's bowing out without a top performance, and I think wow. this sort of Netherlands game is a is a great chance for him to do that because yeah, like like you said. Oh, Di Maria can't break them out of jail no more. Messi, your time is up. Lautaro, you've let him down again. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that matches this one. I, I don't know if it's that one. Messi, what? Messi v. Messi v. Van Dijk, yeah. Oh, they're saying Emmy Martinez for penalties. Actually, let me switch. Argentina win on penalties, man. Martinez is going to do a madness. <laughs> I just realised. Do you know why? Because I clocked. Holland ain't got no goalkeepers, man. They're all 40. Holland, Holland aren't, don't have a great penalty record as well, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me switch. Let me switch. Even as we should. Yeah, so it's not going to be an exciting game. I don't think it's going to be an exciting game. But the one thing that I think... The one thing that I think that... I think with, like, Frankie... I think with the fullbacks who are actually good on the ball and actually help um, the Netherlands in possession as well. I think it's going to be one of them games where Argentina might not actually have the ball. They're just going to be trying to do their dog dogged performance. Yeah, yeah they do. they're going to have to dog it, out, it, dog it out and bits of quality. But the thing is, it quickly might turn into dogging it out and then trying to hope that Messi bails them out. And he will have to try and do that. But I don't know if that's a tactic you can necessarily just always rely on, do you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm kind of, I'm starting to lean towards the Netherlands, but Argentina are my winners anyway, so. Hey, Miles Johnson, that's a hilarious con- comment. Man said Enzo x Frankie hoop mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, anyway, man. Let's see. Um, let's go into the other side of the draw. Morocco-Portugal, for me, is an interesting game. Yes. Obviously... Portugal comprehensive win. Morocco have done 120 minutes. Yeah, there's two days recovery. Um, but they will have to try and emulate what they did against Spain with a team which is much better in terms of transitioning the ball, moving the ball, etc. It will be interesting if Ronaldo comes back into the fold. <laughs> like it's like it's Portugal's to lose based on the decisions they make. 
but I don't expect there to be a walkover. I expect Morocco to be dogged, like like the the spirit of Mina. Like what what did you call it? Um, Maghreb. What did Phil call it? I don't want to, want to get it wrong. So obviously those those are your mandem. The spirit is there with them. You get it? like they're representing. It's the last <laughs> the last the last of a dying breed. So their their fight is deeper than football right now. This is about representing. So mm-hmm. I, I see I see it being a tight game. I, but I swear I, I would want to say Portugal. I, I swear to say what's the centre backs missing? Have they not? Sai, Sai, or whatever his name is. He mm. pulled his hamstring, in it, from Wolves. Yeah. That was Pete, man. That he's was had the a good captain. tournament, That's, the, that's yeah. the captain. That's, he's, he's had a good insane. tournament. He's had mm, a very yeah. good tournament. But, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I don't I, know, I, man. I, I think I think that one... I st- I'm going to go... I'm still going to go to Portugal. I think it's one step too far for Morocco. They did everyone proud. But I'm going to go Portugal for that one, man. I think they're, they, they, they're on the momentum now. They're probably on a high... Then they'll get to the semi-finals and we'll see what happens from there. But it's gonna be crazy, mm. isn't it? Mm. Sai so, so, so had a hamstring and then like he wrapped it, it up. Aguered. It and Aguered, they're saying Aguered is out as well. So I didn't know if it was both of them or one of them. But if that is the case, I don't know who their backup centre backs are. But that is a massive loss because, like you said, they were defending with their lives. Like people mm. were making blocks that I used to see, like you know, the Gary Cahills of this world making those blocks. Do you know what I mean, with the headgear on. So. It was insane. But I do feel like now this might be a step too far. As much as I want to see Piccadilly Circus in raptures, Oxford Circus in raptures, Edgware Road in raptures, as much as I want to see London on a madness for this, I feel like Portugal now, if if they stick with what they went with, because they, they even dropped Cancelo today. They played um, Guerrero at left-back. They took Cancelo out. They didn't want to go the inverted left-back. So D- Dalo was playing brilliant off the right, a couple a couple little stepovers and whatnot. So if they if they if he sticks to his guns and he says, Do you know what actually I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play the team, not the individuals, I'm gonna play the team. And if he goes out there and, and does that, I feel like they'll, they'll this will be a step too far, unfortunately. Hey, one of the comments said the spirit of Haji, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> The spirit of Fred. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other Hadji for Romania, bro. I was like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. It's Yusuf Hadji. Yeah, that's a funny comment still. That's a funny one. Um, But yeah, the big one. The big one. England, France. Maybe food. France. The silence is deafening. <laughs> I said, I said, England, I said, England semi, and, and, and I'm sticking to it. I, so the, last, the last episode, I said, if I, I, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, if Southgate doesn't conform and go five at the back, mm. and addresses the fact that France have not kept a clean sheet and they're there for the taking in at the back and the midfield isn't this powerhouse that it used to be. And that yes, they've got two demons on the flanks, but if you're going if you're attacking them, you can do something. I feel like England do have a strong chance of doing something here. I've also said as well, if Mbappe um Mbappe sees Rashford warming up, it could spook him a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, honestly, like I know True had said this is the Mbappe story, but I feel like this England can at, at some point Southgate has to overcome the big game tactical issue thing and I feel like this is a great opportunity for him to do it the Italy game we knew what happened there the World Cup we knew what happened there great opportunity to show that I can not be the nearly man I can actually do this so I'm going to England um, but I feel like it could be a, a cracking game 
and I know people are going to see the last time they played each other. Did you see the the, the clips of 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 Mbappe and Dembele? I, I went to I went to watch the, the comp. I saw the clips. I saw people yeah. getting dragged out. Yeah, I've seen. I've you seen know what else I saw in that clip. Harry Kane two goals. No, what I saw in that clip, I saw Oxley Chamberlain. I saw Phil Jones. I saw Gary Cahill. Let's not act like this is the same team, yeah? That's what I'm saying. Let's not act like it's the same team. It's a James, James Milner as well, I swear. Oh, come on, man. They're, they're talking about this is what man was. That's, that's what hey, completely separately. Yeah. Have you seen the working video when he's talking about the England team from... And he's like, yeah, basically... Yeah, yeah, and he's going, he's going, David James, you just, you know, barely escaped relegation. Rob Dean, <laughs> not doing great. Actually, Cole, be fair, to be fair to play, he's, he's not played John Terry. He's, he's just... He's just... Hesky, um... I saw him he scored three league goals this season. Yeah. <laughs> Rips into the whole team, man. The whole it, team, bro. His hate for England is something special, it's man. Insane. Man. Yeah, I'm going England. England, England do it. I'm back in England. England. I'm back in England. Listen, bro. France, it's this Mbappe guy, bro. This Mbappe guy is scary. Very, very scary. But I'm going to go with England, man. I'm back in England. I think, um, I think with Foden in the team. He's, I'm happy that he's found his way in. Bellingham in the final third has been crazy this tournament. He brought in Henderson, which I'm not a big fan of. I still rather probably Calvin Phillips or something, but Henderson did his thing in the last game, but he brought him in so so Jude can be a little bit higher. England have weapons, bro. And the thing is, right, if it gets to nil-nil, let's say it's nil-nil, one-one, whatever, and it's time to make those substitutions, I think England have the better subs that can come on and win the game. I've been seeing I've been seeing France's substitutions. Coleman, yeah, he can do a thing maybe. Turam, Fafana. I'm more confident with what England have coming off the bench that can potentially win you the game. So I'm going I'm going England, bro. And it's funny because you talk about anytime you mention England winning the game, everyone's always like, oh England are never going to win. England never win. Then if England win, people are probably going to say France didn't have Pogba, they didn't have Kante, and all this type of stuff. It happens all the time. So let's just see. Let's just see. I think people are over scared of France or these teams. As we've seen in this tournament, everyone is around the same level. You are absolutely lying to yourself if you think France are clear of England, bro. They're not clear of England, bro. They're not clear of they're England. Not, Brazil, clear. All these teams are at the same level, in my opinion, bro. So they, are. they can win. They're fairly, they are fairly balanced, but I feel like France have that one thing that you lot can't stop. Yeah, and it's Mbappe. And I feel like even Kyle Walker, who is kind of the... Mbappe stopper supposed to be in this team. He's half fit and running yeah, on his last So for me, I'm looking at it like, what do England have to negate that? So for me, I think there's this almost false sense of confidence that's now grown within the England camp of your know, France aren't what they used to be. And I'm like, you lot are worrying about the whole team. I'm talking about one area. You lot are not gonna. They're gonna go to that one move. You know, like in NBA when they go in the post. You got the big man in there, just throw it to him. That's what they're gonna do with Mbappe every time. And I feel like England's best chance of winning this is to actually build their game plan around nullifying Mbappe, in my opinion. That's what not they're gonna try and do. That's what they're gonna try and do. But then set pieces on top of that as well, I think are gonna be crucial for England. They showed the last couple of tournaments that how big that is, and I think that they've got Harry Maguire in there as well. So you have to make use of that. I think that's where they can win the game. But France, I just I mean, don't I'm see why happy. England I just don't see why England need to be I just don't see why England need to be scared of France. Well, we're scared of Chirmeni, Rabiot, mm-hmm. Varane, Ukunde at right back. Or we're scared. Is this what we have to be scared of? I think that front four, there's there's not many teams with better chemistry with what Mbappe, Dembouz, Giroud and Griezmann have. I think but the chemistry... Do we know about Dembouz, though? 
Dembu's can Dembu's we've seen enough times when Dembu's has been inconsistent. Even in the last game, Dembu's was oh, made. They got him on a They got him on a, the tra um, transition. You're looking at two teams that want to play on transition. France's best moments have been in transition, and so have England's best moments been in transition. So it's going to be interesting to see who's actually going to have the ball most of the game. I actually That's think it's going to be France because England just naturally just always just say, hey, you have it, whatever. However, I'm telling people now, it's not as straightforward as people are, are expecting. Let's not forget, a lot of you people in the comments were saying France are going home in the group stages. Don't now start coming and act like you guys knew that France are clear and they're going to smoke this and da-da-da-da. A lot of you people said France are not getting out of the group stage. I remember, and I see you, I see some of you in the comments because I, I remember people's names, bro. Don't, <laughs> you can't write. You can't write. No. On, the, on the transition point, uh, again, me and Phil were having this conversation. I was saying that the midfield battle, even though it's not like the most star-studded thing by what people would usually say, it's so interesting because obviously Declan plays a specific role for England, which he's doing well in. People probably won't understand it. On the other side, you've got their guys and it's about, okay, can Shumeni nullify Bellingham in transition? Vice versa, what's going to happen there? Because both teams just want to get it out wide and transition forward. The other side of it as well is with Giroud, it's, in, it's the whole pick and roll thing. Giroud and Mbappe do that. With England, we've seen that Bellingham can add something going forward. Kane has got his goal now, so he wants to do stuff. With who you go with up front, Frodo brings a different dynamic. Saka wants to be direct. It is an interesting game in terms of the lineups, etc. So I, I am looking forward to watching that game on the neutral. We're going to be going live straight after that game as well, so make sure your notifications are on because we're putting straight after that. But I, I am going to go in. I just genuinely think Southgate has to get it right eventually yes. in those sort of games. This is the thing. I'm looking at the comments. People are like, oh, look at what he's saying, blah, blah, blah. So now in a two-sided fixture, you're not allowed to say how you think one team might beat the other or whatever. No one's saying France are going to get smoked. I don't think that's going to be the case. I just think England have an opportunity. They got We got Foden, we got Saka, we got Kane. Why are we acting like this is a dead team? England mm -hmm. are a good team and they got people that can come off the bench and make an impact. The only thing that's really holding it back, the same way people were talking about Portugal, is because they think Santos and... Gareth Southgate ain't gonna be able to get over the line, but let's um, actually see. Let's. Actually I, don't see even, I don't even. I don't even think that's the biggest thing holding. I don't think that's the biggest thing holding England back. I'll be honest with you. I think it's the mentality. I think do they can they really come up against a big test and really feel like they can be the A team and take the game to them. I don't think this England team, even if Gareth Southgate sets them up that way, I think they could have a mental block. And I think we've seen that when they played Croatia in the semi final. And I think France are better than that Croatia team that they faced in the last World Cup semi-final. So, I don't yeah, know. But look, you've got to grow from the moments. Obviously, in the 2008 semi-final, 100% England didn't do good enough, right? But then you look at uh, 2020, England beat Germany. People said it was the worst team ever, whatever. England beat this Croatia team that are now back in the quarter-final of the World Cup. When England beat that Croatia team, everyone turned around and said, Croatia are old, they're washed, it's a rubbish team. Now they're in the quarterfinals. People are like, you should have made them your dark horses. Which <laughs> one is it? Like, mm. which one is it? Are they dead? Or did England just beat them convincingly? Like, you guys just... You're not allowed to think England have a chance in any fixture. That's it's what that, I've noticed. It's that left-hand left side, right? Because we all speak about Carl Walker, but Henderson is going to have to dig deep into his Liverpool DNA and pretend that that's Trent at right-back and cover the crap out of him. He's going to have to find that engine. He's going to have to kick the crap 
out of Mbappe. He's going to have to turn it into a into a British, you know, Premier League, you know what I mean, Sunderland away tie back in 2010 with Asamoah He's going to have to make it that game because Theo Hernandez as well, I've been very impressed with him. When he's bombing down the left-hand side, I think he's one of the best out there. I put him in my top left left back, top five left-backs in the world. Saka's going to have to help out. So it all depends on how that left... Because I think people are saying Dembele versus, um, versus Shaw. Again, I could see how that could go wrong. But sometimes Shaw does actually step up to the plate. And he scored the goal. He scored the goal in the Euros. Let's not forget in the Euros final. Do you remember when we when we when we took yeah. the lead? So, yeah, yeah. so the defense, I'm not confident. It depends on Stones as well. I'm not sure about Eric Dyer coming in there. I didn't like the fact that he was right. he was the Can option. I have a question. Mm. Is anyone gonna talk about potentially that Foden might be playing against Kunde at right back? Mm. I Is mentioned this. They've they've not kept a clean sheet. They've not kept a clean sheet all tournament. Exactly. Is yeah, anyone yeah, going to talk about that Saka could have a good game? Or are anyone going to talk about that England can bring on Rashfords, they can bring on Sterlings, they can bring on all these players off the bench? Like, we're just talking about Dembele and Mbappe. Yeah, we know their threat. Do England not have any threat? England have no threat for France. Is that what people are telling me? Like, they do, but Mbappe is the standout player on that pitch. Of course, he's the best player in the world. 100%. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so we've seen a lot of games decided by the ghosts, Messi. We've seen the games decided by Mbappe. We've seen a lot of tight games decided by the, the guys. And that's where, because I think this game will be quite tight, then it falls on the best player in the world currently. And that's where I think things slightly will work in France's favour. But I think England have a chance, but I have to go with slightly France because I feel like Mbappe is on a, on a mission. I feel like Mbappe is on a mission right now. He's a little yeah. villain at the moment and he's there to take all this legacy away from, you know, the Messi's, the Neymar's, the Ronaldo, all this legacy talk if one of them win the World Cup. Mbappe's here to say, it looks like, I don't care about your legacies. You had your time. I was a kid with you on my posters, in my door, in my bedroom, in my bedroom doors. And I was thinking, yo, I want to be just like you. Now I'm out here. You guys are not getting, your, you've had your chance to score your knockout World Cup goals. Mm -hmm. It's too late. It's too late now. I'm here. He's the man. The thing is, Mbappe is the, Mbappe is the man. So that's why it's definitely as well. It's definitely going to be a tough game. This ain't going to be an easy game by any means. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's going to be the toughest game. And I think whoever wins this one is going to the final, in my opinion. If England win, they're going to the final. If, if France win, they're going to the final. So it's going to be... This is a huge, huge game. I'm just saying, I hope if England win, people don't turn around and start making excuses that this has happened, they're missing this person... Because I'm watching closely. That's what I'm saying. Let's see what happens. Let's no, see what happens. Man. Um, got, got a young... Man said, Messi to why Giroud will play with Stones and Maguire. Stones has been very, very good this tournament. Maguire is, you know, Maguire's been good this tournament as well. And Maguire likes the physical as well. So, like, with Giroud, yeah, Giroud might do the pick-and-roll thing, but I don't think those two will be sucked in as most defenders are and then just leave Mbappe. I think they'll be aware of that. Like, they're two competent Premier League centre-backs. So, I don't, like, it's, it's going to be interesting, but I don't think it's going to be what we've seen where Giroud is just there holding up, slipping away. Like, one of his goals, you know the goal where he slipped away from the defender and left, left foot finish? Like, that, that's not, that doesn't happen in the Premier League. Like defenders know that you, you can't let Jerry do that. So Jones, man, he's still underrated, it seems. That's all I'm gonna say, bruv. Yeah, is, he fit? General. is he fit to play? Yeah, I hope so, bruv. I mm. hope so. Jones, but yeah, man, listen, that has been another. Do you want to do champs and duds of this round? 
you know what i had a, there was there was there was somebody that i had yeah and i was like damn i need to do it midweek but I, now it has slipped my mind it has slipped my mind you know what because matisse you have never done a champs and duds as you are new here we still need to get you in the studio though we'll get you a proper studio episode however who are your champs and duds of the of the week so far you can include the last games as well if you need to that's a good question champs and duds well, I think um, Enrique for the Dodge because I had such high expectations. And then to yeah. have no, you know, the, just the, the decisions to play Asensio false nine, Lord Jesus, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that, that really hurt my soul um, to watch that. So, yeah, Enrique's got to be, for me, one of the Dodge because, you know, he, he's highly rated, highly regarded. Um, yeah. I think Amrabak um, might have to get, because some of the things I was seeing this guy doing extra time, the little close control, and I don't, I didn't know about him. I think he plays for Florentino. Yeah, I was just taken aback. I was honestly taken aback with some of the things he was doing in there. So he he's got to collect um, collect some flowers. That's because that's that's one of the games I watched. I didn't get to see Brazil um, just now, so I, I haven't got one for them. Uh, I have to watch the highlights back on that. Yeah. But I think, and also yes, the Croatian goalkeeper has to get his flowers as well. But I do feel like the Japan penalties weren't great. So that's why yeah. I'm not going with him. Japan, Japan's penalties were awful. Um, so yeah, I, I Morocco think... in general are good ones. I think Morocco in general, Morocco, good one. You, uh... you think I didn't see you like yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> you think I didn't see that tweet yesterday that you had to delete real quick? Yeah, you. <laughs> Hey, do you know what happened, yeah? I'm watching the game as well. That's the worst thing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, because I forgot who scored the penalty. And then I went, hold on, on Neymar scored the penalty, didn't he? And I was like, fuck up. I look back guy. at the tweet and it's like, does he know? And I was like, context, yo, context, you're people don't like know, this yeah. without even Neymar scoring. And I was mm. like, hold on. And then I started to think back. I was like, Neymar did score, and I was like, "Oh shit!" The tweet is starting to take off. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> yeah, it's too funny. He had that, mis- he had that mistake as well, you know. Bro, bro the guy's not serious. The stream, like, yo, how did I? Bro, what the Saka one, yeah, was so st- like he could he could have just waited for ten seconds. He thought, should I post this? Literally, oh, no, I do. <laughs> Next, you know, Saka, lovely dink. Everyone just panicked. It, it was the North London derby came out in him. Do you know what I mean? He just wanted to flex. He wanted to flex on on the on the North oh, London derby. But no, 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 no. so the context, the context, <laughs> I think we're talking over. The context is Brazil had scored their fifth goal. I believe it was. Uh, was it fifth goal? Was it the fifth goal or something? Yeah, like? Anyway, like yeah. no, then he had said something like. Something about football, Brazil are doing something, all these goals, and Neymar still ain't scored. Ah, oh, it's mad or something. Bro, I was like, bro, you know, watching the game, so he deleted that real quick, bro. bro. You that, bro. Hey, <laughs> Do you know the is I'm actually doing a watch along at the same time. Yeah, I can't yeah. multitask. Um, champs for me, Morocco have to get champs. Um, Gonzalo's got to get champions well. I mean, flipping well, first World Cup goal being you get a hat trick and a match ball is insane, especially for that first finish yeah. as well. Like we've said, certain men haven't even got knockout goals, so he has to get something. Um, Duds, um, Spain, of course, but more so, more specifically, all the penalty takers 
have to get fat duds. Because you know when you're watching someone take a penny and you're saying, you're taking the piss. Yeah, You're actually right. taking the piss. Why are you so narrow? What's this little half step to the side? You're taking the piss. So all of them are duds. And I'm sorry, Switzerland have to get duds as well because for, like, you... I'm I'm so sorry. You can't turn up to like a knockout game and get brushed six one. I'm so yeah. sorry. In any that, that injuries, bro. That injuries, bro. That injuries, nah, bro. Injuries hype. Injuries hype. Hakeem, crazy. Insane, insane. Now Switzerland, Switzerland have to get done because it's like, like, what's the point of getting through and getting through all of these knockouts to get brushed onto all the all the time at the same stop, like? Mm. Like, in, in Bolo hype, like Fernando all of this Santos. stuff. <laughs> What's that? Fernando Santos as well. I'd give him. for champ. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. That's a it's good shout. It's it's a bold decision. It's a bold decision. But I mean, ten ten hug. He's listen, man. Lead of men. He he laid the path. He gave the blueprint. <laughs> ten hug said, "Listen, if you want to succeed, you this is these these are freebies. These are freebies." We're not, We're not involved. That's no longer our issue, bro. That's that's free agency, fam. Oh yeah. That's By the way, before we go, Voldemort, if you join Al Nassar and you fell to start ahead of Abubakar and you fell to deliver the Saudi Premier League because they've been trying to win it since 2019. You know. He must. Maze is watching this on top of Qatari football as well now. Wow. You know that? that? Yeah. I got, I got yeah, a little bit That's how he's going to do it. When did you start watching Qatari football? Is the new stadium has got you, you excited? Know, that's Qatari. That's Saudi. <laughs> watching it. Yeah, you know, think, about think, it. Think, mm, they think. packed up one of the stadiums today, you know. They put them in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 94 stadium. Another one, you know. That's a pop up shop in Bond Street, that one. They're taking it away. Another one is. What's my man's name? Um, Samuel Eto. Oh, what for real, punching up the real men behavior right there. You know what I mean? Chat shit, get banged. Simple. You know what I'm saying? That's what do you mean? What do you mean? What happened? He put apology out. He slumped. Um, he slumped a reporter. He put apology out though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dropped him. Man said, "What? I'm out of the tournament in Qatar. You'll get somebody's getting dropped." He put an apology though. I didn't know that. Hey, someone said. Hey, someone. Someone said. Someone said that. Eto punched up Lies. <laughs> Yo, Eto, Lies made a comp for him as well. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Lies made a comp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Listen, man, we'll be back on, remember, like Saturday. we said. Saturday. After... Sorry? Saturday. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. We're back after the game, which is on Saturday. So not Sunday, Saturday. So right now, go and turn your notifications on so you see when we're going live. Make sure you're interacting. We'll be tweeting about all of the games. Like, share, subscribe, notifications on. 14K, people. If you you listen on audio platforms, make sure you go and like and leave a little review, figgy-majiggy. Leave comments after the video's gone up on YouTube as well. Get involved. Appreciate all of the super chats. Appreciate all of the support. Let's end the year strong, people. Got two days rest. Go and see your family. Go and get outside. And then we're locking in for more knockout football. Make sure you're there. Matisse, love for coming on, bro. I'll see you at the bridge. Mm. You know what time it is. Yeah, FT, sorry. FTBL final whistle. Wednesday will be back. Final whistle will be back on Friday, I believe it is. If yeah, that's yeah. when the first games are. I'll be me and Leah's. We'll be back on. But guys, it's exactly like what Maze was saying. 
make sure you subscribe. Let's get to 14K. Well, 13.9, let's get to 14K, man. But good show, boys. Good show. We say two days rest, mates. Two days rest, man. I'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Thank you. That time. Well Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you. We'll see you soon. Listen. Thank you. Oh, actually, wait, wait, wait. They said that you did Liao. They said that a lot of people were talking about Liao and saying that the, the, the rising thing. Listen, the thing is, right? Why do people take rise as a diss? If I tell you to rise, rise. They hate pressure. They hate pressure. It's the new generation. You know what I mean? Soft life. Yeah, soft life. As soon as they cry, you know, social services and that. You know what I mean? Back then, we used to get beat. You know, we used to get beat by our parents. Now, which belt you man got? Which which one? Which one? Subscribe. <laughs> notifications on. As you said, Africa right, to the world. Never forget, we're out. Do not let England win. That's all I'm saying, people. We're out. We're out. We're out. <laughs>